0: Hey everyone, Felice Gerwitz here, and I want to share with you something that is Dear to my heart, and that is saving you money. Can you use encouragement for your homeschool journey? Have you been searching for an online learning program designed to ground your family in a Christian worldview? Well, now you can at MediaAngelsMembership.com. Our affordable membership packages fit your budget and busy life. Now you can access customized membership packages for your homeschooling family from the extensive Media Angels Library of Books classes, and Bible studies. You may select the eBook bundle, the Creation bundle, the Premium bundle, or the Forever bundle. Each bundled set will save you vast amounts of money. Our packages begin at less than $10 and you can use it for the whole family. So go to MediaAngelsMembership.com for more information. That's MediaAngelsMembership.com. You'll be glad you did.
1: And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz.
0: I'm Maggie Hogan with Bright Ideas Press. I'm Mary Jo Tate with Mitford Book Club. And I'm Kim Kautzer with Ride Shop. And we are here together with our mastermind group to wish our dear friend, Felice Gerwitz, congratulations on your 400th episode of Vintage Homeschool Months.
1: friends and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms, and you probably won't believe this, but this is episode 400. I know, what could I possibly have to say in 400 episodes? Wow. As you can hear in the background, uh, that is Meredith Curtis, and I am so delighted to have you on with me, Meredith. We did um, many many years of lunch with Meredith and Felice where you and I would uh, get on even in the early days Meredith we were um, actually live and so we yes ended up we were going, that's right remember that yes <laughs> we were <just> talking about <laughs> all of our homeschooling joys and loves and that kind of thing and the topic today is joys of homeschooling And I really wanted to bring Meredith on because um, you are going to be doing another podcast on the network and it's going to launch um, soon on joyful homeschooling so I don't know if we've
2: come up with an exact name for it yet. It's going to be called Homeschool Joy, and I'm really looking forward to it. And um, we have been working. We just built a new website. It's on the same address, powerlineprod.com, but we're really excited about it. And we thought, what really describes our homeschool experience, Um, you know, from littles to bigs, and it would definitely be Homeschool Joy because we have had so much fun. Homeschooling. So I'm just excited to share on the podcast and um, even, you know, how to experience homeschool joy when things are rough, you know, there's all kinds of things that we go through in our homeschooling adventure.
1: It is, and it's all a learning opportunity. So I'm really happy that you're here with me on this 400th episode. And it really has been a journey of love for me. Um, we began in 2013 with the first episode, and we just uh, weren't even sure what we were doing, or you know how this entire podcasting thing was going to work as a network. And Meredith, you um, came on with your first podcast, and those episodes are still available. So
2: share with us that that podcast. Our podcast is Finish Well, and um, we we did. Like you said, our first podcasts were live and people would ask questions. And I kind of, I think when, when you talked to me about doing the podcast, I don't think I had ever even listened to a podcast (laughs) because, you know, I'd listened, I think we called it homeschool radio back then. And I'd Mm listened to the radio, but I never even listened to a podcast. So I kind of felt like, okay, Felice, we'll do this, and it was really, really (laughs) fun, and we have some great shows, and they're for teens and their families, homeschooling teens and their families, and um, we've really, really enjoyed doing that over the years, so that's been something something special. I've had a lot of Mm -hmm. um, teens on and everything, so anyway, check us out um, at, at Finish Well. Yes, and you know, I did this
1: years ago um, because I had stopped doing um, this homeschool expo that I hosted for several years and that, and you were also a featured speaker there and Meredith has been with me through thick and thin through the years. I um, also hosted an ultimate Christian communicators conference an in-person event in Tampa, Florida. And Meredith was there with me. Uh, speaking. Yes, that was so, so awesome. Uh, I've, uh, spoken at your conferences that you've had, um, your Finish Well conferences, and that's why you were, you know, talking about that too. And so, you know, through the years, we have partnered on many things. I'm just so blessed that God has put me with a group of people that are supportive. Uh, There are so many wonderful podcasts on uh, the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. and, uh, And so, you know, I really invite you to go and check that out and also um, MediaAngels.com, where you can see um, everything that I um, have available. I have a membership site with all of my books. I also uh, run the ultimate Christian podcast network um, that I call our sister network. And that one is growing and growing and growing. So, um, God keeps sending me podcasters and, uh, upcoming, um, Um, a 31 Days to Podcasting, um, that will still be available. So uh, you can download that and listen to those replays. And that is for anyone who is ever interested in having a podcast of their own. And, you know, like Meredith said, you know, podcasting was a new thing. I remember going to homeschool conferences and mom seeing our, our booth and saying, oh my gosh, how do I get this? And how much does it cost? And I said, Oh, it's totally free. <laughs> Hand me your phone. Let me show you where your app is. Let me let me download it for you. And and they were just really, really excited. And and so today, Meredith, we are going to talk about the joys of homeschooling. And I wanna start with sharing that, you know, one of the biggest joys that I have as a homeschool parent was really passing on our love of the Lord. My husband and I both love God and our love of family. And those two things um, really have united us through the years. Uh, This coming year, we will be celebrating 41 years together. But one of the things that we really wanted our children to have is a love of God and just really loving and serving the Lord. And for us, homeschooling was that perfect vehicle to be able to do that. I am really really thankful that we chose to homeschool early on and I know your your story is similar and God's important in your life.
2: Yes, and I you know Felice, I totally wholeheartedly agree with everything you said and that's the same for Mike and I we just wanted to homeschool to impart faith into our children and introduce them to Jesus. He's real and he's living and he rose from the dead and he's still alive. And um, there's a moment etched in my mind and my youngest children were in high school and they were preparing a dance for Easter and they were practicing in my side yard. And you remember my side yard, Felice, it's, it's Mm -hmm. pretty large. It's bigger than my backyard. Mm -hmm. And they were there and they were practicing and then someone got, A text or a phone call and um, it was with a prayer need and everybody stopped and they all gathered around and they prayed and these were all young kids they were all homeschooled or in college and I was like Lord thank you so much no adult was there telling him they should do that this was just teens who loved the Lord and trusted him that he could come through and I remember standing there thinking, Lord, thank you so much for the good fruit of being able to have my children at home and to be able to impart a living faith into them that, you know, I see this is what that must have been like 10 years ago. And here we are 10 years later, and my children all love the Lord. And I'm so, so grateful for that. And I know that a big reason is because homeschooling has allowed me to teach them based on the word of God from a Christian worldview, but not just that, but to be able to have those moments where we stop Mm -hmm. and pray about something or those moments where we say, well, what does the Bible say about that? And it's those teachable moments. And when they see, okay, we're facing a problem as a family, let's get down on our knees and pray. That's when the baton of faith is passed. And so I'm so grateful that we've gotten to homeschool. I agree. And, you know,
1: it's, it's even my kids texting me and saying I have a test or my son texted me today and said, got a game, which actually may be on TV. I can watch it on a streaming sports station. And, you know, I could can text them a prayer. And it's just so mm-hmm so important to them that I'm praying for them. So thank you, Lord. Uh, We're happy to to keep giving him praise for all things. And the second is a close knit family. Mm. My two youngest now are sharing an apartment and they're at the same college. But I think with homeschooling, you know, yes, there were times they didn't get along. I was telling my two oldest and they didn't remember this, that when they didn't get along, I would just set them in chairs and have them face each other. And I would say to them, work out your problems. And when we have resolved it, come get me. Uh, but that was, you know, that that they are friends. And my third um, oldest will go uh, to the second oldest house and have dinner when they're, you know, we have a construction company and sometimes they work in the neighborhood. And, you know, Jeff will go to another job and, and Nick will go visit Christine and the kids. And they just love it, you know. That's and, cool. Yeah, I just, I just am so happy and know that
2: your, your family's really close as well. Yes. And I love that too. And I love what you did with the kids because when my kids were little, they would fight. They seemed like they would just argue and fight. And I would say, okay, well, if you can't get along with each other, you can't play with anyone else because, you know, this is how you're going to treat your kids. This is how you're going to treat your spouse. Like this is, training ground you know for the rest of your life and um, now they are all super close just like you said and we um, have two of our children are married but only one has children so those three little ones have so many indulgent aunts and uncles all around them (laughs) who would give them the moon (laughs) and it's so fun to watch it's so fun to see the genuine value that they place on one another and there are things that my girls know about each other, that they, you know, they're, they have like this running group chat going that they keep each other up to date. And then if there's something super important, they tell dad and me, but they always say, well, mom, you never check your phone. (laughs) So, but they are really, they're super close and I'm grateful. I'm grateful that my family, they've grown up and they love each other. And I'm seeing in my grandchildren that same kind of value on family and closeness, even though they're so little. And, you know, I believe that unity in the family is such a blessing to the Lord. So, yeah, that is
1: important. And, you know, and for me too, um, one of the aspects of homeschooling was all the reading that we did. We read together as a family. We read great, um, you know, God-centered novels. We read historical novels. We read, you know, all kinds of things. I mean, every single night um, after dinner was a time to get together and and read a book. Um, I live in an area that at one point I think we lived out here for seven years before we received, you know we got cable. And to me, that was the biggest blessing from the Lord because I'm not Mm -hmm. um, a big television person or ever watched a bunch of movies or, you know, we just didn't because my parents um, owned a restaurant. And um, when we had time off, you know, we were out doing different things. And so I just never grew up like that, Um, unlike my husband. That is one of our points of contention that he he does like Uh television. And, and, um, you know, but, the the idea um was that we started out that way and now my daughter um does that they you know they have internet but they don't watch you know television and they'll watch you know selected movies and we did that as well and that just Mm -hmm. brought us together we were on a trip one time uh, to visit family up in new york and we took a quick um couple of days over in Canada because I had grown up and and lived in New York. And then we moved to Canada for three years and near Niagara Falls and then um, moved to Florida of all places. But um, I wanted to show the kids, you know, kind of near where I had lived and grown up for a few years of my life. And the first thing my son asked when we walked in and there was Um, the hotel and there was a fireplace in the lobby he said well mom did you bring your the books so we can read and I don't even remember what we were reading but it was so funny and I'm thinking we're on this little vacation and he's wondering where our books are you know but it was just part of our family and you know we've done podcasts actually I'll have to find those links about you know, books that we both love and we recommend and you've got, yes.
2: You yes. Know, lists and lists of those. I do. You know, uh, we must just be twins, twins Felice, because right. that would be, that would be the academically and emotionally after being a close family and being close to God, it would be books. I love books and I have bookcases galore. I have thousands Um, of books in my house I'm wondering sometimes if I have over a million but I can't stop buying them (laughs) and I just I love a good book and I just I love discovering good new authors that I've never heard of before or new series and um, especially older ones I just found this um, series that and I haven't even read it yet but I bought it because I thought I wonder if this is good um about the chalet school and it's a british series and i thought oh i have to check this out and see if it's good and my my grandson loves to read and he's always bringing us books and shoving them in our um in our lap and he's four i didn't realize his mom was actually teaching him to read already and so the other day i said to laura after the boys take an nap um and then something, and then so Rusty looked at me and he said, Grand Mary, you spelled nap. <laughs> so, but <laughs> but that, that is the most thrilling is when the kids learn to read and they enjoy reading on their own. And um, we, we always talk about books. Everyone's always in the middle of a book in our house. We loved reading out loud And one thing I remember, and you know you have those memories etched in your mind, and we were visiting my aunt in Pinehurst, North Carolina, and I had Jenny Rose with me, was in college at the time, and Katie Beth was working on her master's degree. And uh, my aunt went and took a nap, and the girls looked at each other and said, hey, do you want to read a book out loud? And they found the book on my aunt's bookshelf, and they started reading it out loud to each other, And I thought, that is so beautiful because, you know, you wonder sometimes when you're a homeschool mom, do they really like this? Am I forcing them to do this, you know? And then to have them, like, choose to do that as adult women, it was really, really a cool um, experience for me. So that was neat. Well, that's one of the reasons we've done so many podcasts together is that
1: a lot of our stuff just dovetails so perfectly. Yes. Um, And then the next thing um, for us was, uh, you know, besides, you know, we're not getting into obviously the academics of homeschooling because I think that would be more of an obvious one. But for us, um, it was trips and activities that really focused on family um, and also academics and things that were fun. I bought a book, um, probably found it at the library first, and then I found them at one of the nature centers. And it was on taking day trips. And so, um, mm. I had to convince my husband, uh, cause at that point we had like a four door car, um, to get me, I really wanted one of those big conversion bands. And he said, please, well, you don't really, you know, you're not, you're not good at going in reverse. That was a big joke in our family because, you know, they, I never hit anything. Um, although I did with my <laughs> conversion band, <laughs> I did dent the, the little, you know, tire thing at the back, but I didn't, I think I probably pulled too far and like hit a tree or something, but, but it was a big joke. And so he had me test drive different vans for, I, I swear it was like six months. He says it was three, but still three months until he finally, he really liked the little, the, the, the car we had and it was kind of his dream car, you know? And so, um, you know, we, we had it for seven years. So I told him, I said, it was Time, but we did get the conversion van, and so even the little it had you know a video uh saying a little TV with headphones, and it had like the most comfy chairs that you could ever imagine. You know, how remember how those things were? And so, like, I only educational movies, you know, there was not supposed to be anything that was so I remember having all these educational, <laughs> you know, movies and you know, focusing on all of that. And my kids didn't complain because they didn't really watch television, but um we went camping and had a great time with that. We went on nature walks. We went to uh, Georgia and collected leaves and then came back and did a study on trees. Uh, We also had, uh, we collected rocks when we were in Georgia because in Florida you can find lots of limestone but very little else. And so we did a whole bunch of stuff with rock studies and so our our trips were focused. Uh, you know, we do Williamsburg. <laughs> we did a lot of different things that had to do with. You know, maybe not quite that year. That would have been the ideal. Like, oh, we're studying. You know, the colonial period of time, and we get to go to Williamsburg, and we went to DC. But um, but it didn't matter because then you could you had your pictures, and you could go back and talk about right. those things when you studied yes. it. And um, I know like even not that long ago, you guys went and had a huge trip going to Germany and you've done that as
2: well. Well, Felice, I always wanted, like we did what you did. We did, we made trips. Like when we lived in Virginia, we went to Yorktown and Williamsburg living in Florida. There's St. Augustine is just an hour Mm -hmm. and a half from us. And of course the beautiful beaches. And I love all that, but my dream, I love museums and i love history i love cathedrals i love castles and my dream has always been to go to europe and so i would pray lord i really want to take my kids to europe and i want to give them an education by taking them there but but they all just kept growing up and nothing like we never had any money to do something like that so then i got an inheritance And I was able to take, my husband said, well, you want to do this. Why don't you just take the older three girls? Jenny Rose was graduating from high school. So I took Jenny Rose, Juliana, and Katie Beth, my older three. And then two of their friends joined us. And we spent 10 days in London. And it was so exciting. I mean, the British have pillaged every national treasure from around the world. And it is amazing. We saw um, mummies, we saw huge ancient doors and gates and the Rosetta stone. I mean, it was just breathtaking. And we saw all these castles and all these things and it was so wonderful and just such an educational experience. And I realized, okay, I don't know if my children would have gotten as much out of it as they are getting out of it as adults, you know, because Rose was right. 18 and then the Lord opened the door for us to go to the Netherlands and then for us to go to Italy. And every time we went, when we went to the Netherlands, we saw the hiding place where Corrie ten Boom hid the Jews and we got to crawl inside of it and see how tiny it was. And it was just such an emotional experience. When we went to Italy, we got to see the jail cell where Paul was held. And um, we got to see the Vatican. We got to see the Colosseum. I mean, it was amazing. And so we were really just blessed that the Lord opened doors for us. And every time it was a miracle. Like he would just provide it at an incredibly cheap price that we could afford. Um, And so it, it was really a blessing. And I understand now, like when you read books in the 1800s and they say, okay, when you're finished your education, you go take a year in Europe because there is so much history there. When we went to Assisi, It was still a medieval town like there were these brick roads stone roads and there were they were tiny tiny roads and um, people were living in apartment buildings and homes that had been there for over a thousand years it was just an incredible experience plus of course the coffee so (laughs) I just think (laughs) <laughs> I just think traveling is such an amazing, amazing, amazing way to learn. And um, when, I, when I teach geometry, I always, uh, geometry, when I teach geography, I always pretend that we're traveling somewhere and, um, you know, like to try to get a taste of everything because it is such a great way to learn about the world.
1: That's wonderful. And it's amazing how God provides, you know, it's in his time. And sometimes we just have to keep thanking him ahead of time for what he is going to do in our lives. And, and I I just am so happy that you had that opportunity. And also um, for me, the the last thing was just watching the legacy um, and the seeds that we've sown, you know, gain some fruit, because a lot of times, you know, you hear people talk, and and you know, especially as homeschool moms, we share all these things. And then you're like, okay, what's the end of the story? You know, and um, right. you know, I've got a daughter who's homeschooling, and you have a daughter who's going to homeschool, and her kids are old enough, and you know, probably has already started with your. With yes, she's already started. <laughs> yeah, so you know, it's just we we we've planted the seeds and the Lord has just brought it to fruition. And, you know, he's not done with the story of our lives. My youngest is 20 and, you know, I've got a 21 year old um, soon to be 22. And I have, you know, out of, out of my five children, I only have one married. So we're praying for the other four. Um, but, you know, it's just um, seeing that, you know, that legacy and the times when, oh my gosh, this is too hard. And what am I doing? And, you And I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed. When I felt that way, Meredith, we would just take a break. We just would just kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, kick back a little bit. We were doing a lot of co-ops and things when they were younger. And I know you did co-ops when they were older. But for us, I was having to teach and do so much that I ended up pulling out when they were older because they played sports and they had so many friends and activities and that kind of thing. So I didn't really... Feel that they were missing anything, and I gave them the option, and they opted to just have me teach them, and that was a huge, huge, um, you know, blessing that too, but I didn't let that pressure of, oh my gosh, you're going to deprive your kids, and they're not going to do, you know, speech class. Well, I let them do speech class here, and taught them the same fundamentals that Christina and, and Neil learned even at Toastmasters, think sometimes as moms we put this pressure on ourselves oh my gosh if we're not doing the co-op or doing this event or that event or you know just to make decisions depending on what's going on in your life and season and it's not like one size fits all and you have to do these things pray moms and dads and decide as a family and ask your kids they're they're the first ones that will tell you right know, and it's. And you have to make that decision on your own. I mean, you may have one that likes to do everything. You know, my grandkids are super involved and they love all of that. But so does Christina. So if it works for your family, that's fabulous. And you're not overwhelmed. But, you know, make sure that if you are getting
2: overwhelmed, that you really look at that. That is really good advice. And, you know, I think that I tried to make, a commitment to myself because I'm that kind of social person where everything sounds fun. And so, you know, for me it's not what will we do, but it's why wouldn't we do it all? And so I realized like it would be so easy for me to be running, running, running. And so when my kids were little, I made a commitment that I would only be gone one day a week or at the most, you know, if there's something special or out of the ordinary, too, um, that I would be home at least three to four days every week. And that, um, because if we're homeschooling, we need to be home, (laughs) you know, and sometimes when we get involved in all the busyness, it can almost be the same as if our kids are in school and we don't get that close time together. because. It's that quiet day in and day out where we get really close to our children.
1: Amen. And that's so true. And Meredith, thank you so much for coming on with me on my 400th episode. And you're going to be
2: oh. um, on for some future
1: ones as well.
2: <laughs> well, Felice, I love Vintage Homeschool Moms. And now that I do listen to podcasts, I love everything you have to say. And Vintage Homeschool Moms is, of course, one of my favorite shows because you are one of my favorite people. And I've really been blessed by everything that I've gleaned from you over the years.
1: Well, for those of you who don't know, um, Meredith actually came to hear me speak at one of the state homeschool conventions, and that's how we met. And I just loved her, and we reconnected, I think, a year or so later and you're just mm-hmm. one of those kindred spirits that, like you said, we're, like, we're, we're related, but we have different parents, you know, and in <laughs> yeah. different
2: places. But
1: there, there are just so many things that we have in common. And that's what God does, friends. He brings people to you, and especially if you're prayerful about it and ask the Lord, which I did as a young homeschool mom. I just said, Lord, just bring me godly people Uh, to be able to support and encourage me instead of tear me down. And that has
2: been the biggest blessing. Thanks for having me. God bless you, everyone. Thanks for listening.
1: And, guys, you can find uh, the show notes for today's episode at uh, VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Look for episode 400, Joys of Homeschooling. Take care. God bless. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.